0: It's Wired, the Pistons Podcast, presented by Chief. Here's your host, Matt Derry. Training camp underway and going strong in East Lansing at Michigan State University. Pistons back at it on Monday for the preseason opener against Orlando at Little Caesars Arena. We welcome everybody to another installment of Wired the Pistons Podcast, a two this week, certainly with the open to training camp and Media Day Monday. And we welcome you in. Thank you for listening. Two, Wired, right here, brought to you by Jeep Matt Derry with you. Today, our guests include Pistons head coach Dwayne Casey, who I caught up with the other day at Pistons Media Day, and second-year man Svi Mikhailuk, Stadislav Mikhailuk, known as Svi, getting an opportunity for the Pistons after coming out of uh, of college uh, at Kansas, playing a little bit for the Lakers last year, and of course was part of that trade uh, that sent Reggie Bullock to the Lakers for Svi, and so far, so good for Makai Luke during training camp. As Dwayne Casey remarked the other day, he's been shooting the ball very well. And, you know, Dwayne Casey wants to surround Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin and Reggie Jackson with shooters. So we'll talk to Svee and get his thoughts on year two in the NBA and what he's looking to do as a Detroit Piston. Training camp certainly brings out uh, a good competition. The Pistons, as they look at their roster, can have 15 guys on it. And you got to figure the locks for the roster, the 14 locks for the Pistons roster right now, would be Bruce Brown, Sekou, Andre Drummond, Tim Frazier, the third-string uh, backup point guard uh, formerly of New Orleans, Langston Galloway, Blake Griffin, Reggie Jackson, Luke Kennard, Svee, Thon Maker, Markeve Morris, Derek Rose, Tony Snell, and Kyrie Thomas. Now that leaves two guys right now for that 15th spot. The big man Christian Wood out of UNLV who was picked up uh, really, really late in the summer. A guy at 6'10", that can uh, can shoot the, the basketball a little bit. Uh, had his moments last year in the, with the Pelicans late in the year. Um, you know, Might be a guy that can make this team as a backup center now that, of course, Zaza Pachulia has retired or you talk about the veteran Joe Johnson back from the uh, uh, the big three playing in that three-on-three uh, summer league. Um, you know, what, what can you say about Joe Johnson, 17 years in the NBA and 38 years old feeling like he's got a little bit, a little bit of gas left in the tank. Really, other than that, the roster spots are, are pretty secure. The Pistons signed Tim Frazier for a reason. Yes, V, I think they feel, can be on this roster and might be a two-way player, possibly. Uh, Seiku, the, the, the first-round pick, might be a guy playing a lot in Grand Rapids. But again, uh, there's only so many guys you can carry on the roster. You can have 15 but send guys back and forth uh, from the G League. Um, these are all things that Dwayne Casey's going to have to deal with. But in talking to to the coach, and you'll hear this momentarily, you know, I, I think Joe Johnson's a guy that's definitely going to be on the team, which means... Could the Pistons be in the market to trade one of their veterans, maybe a bench guy, somebody uh, that on the last year of his contract, uh, as we get toward the end of training camp, and there could be some injuries in the preseason as well for other teams, enabling them where they would need a healthy body, a veteran body, and the Pistons have a few guys like that. So without further ado, here is the head coach, uh, Dwayne Casey, as I caught up with him the other day at Pistons Media Day here on WIRED. Coach, good to see you. Another year, year two. How do you feel heading into training camp?
1: Well, Matt, one thing about it is it's uh, a challenge this year because we have so many new faces. We have eight new guys uh, coming in, but it's exciting. We're excited with our core to add the new talent that we're bringing in. So, um, you know, it's a mystery, but it's exciting for us. I think the guys are – I know the guys are excited. They worked hard all summer. So uh, I think they're chomping at the bit to get going.
0: You say it's a mystery. I mean, you're bringing back Andre and Blake and, 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 and you know, the big two. I guess uh, some people include Reggie Jackson and that as a big three. That's no mystery there, is there? Well, No, no, not that the core part is not a mystery, but how
1: we implement Tony Snell, Derrick Rose, Joe Johnson, all the young new, and also all the young guys get Luke Kennard even more involved uh, is the mystery part. I mean, it's you know, the core guys, we know what they can do, but we've got some talented uh, pieces in. I, I would say also the mystery is how we are creative enough to keep them fresh because we have some, some miles on the tires with some of our older guys, you know, some, some Nick, you know, injuries and all that stuff. So we have to be creative to make sure we keep them fresh as the year goes on. Uh, but but again, and with all that said, it's an exciting time for our franchise.
0: Dwayne Casey with me, you bring up a very good point. You had a player last year that, that, I mean, just every every piece of tread on that tire he used in Blake Griffin, he was unbelievable. You have fans paying customers that want to come see him, but there's going to be nights you have to sit him down. How, how, how rough of a, of a decision is that sometimes for you?
1: Well, that's going to be very difficult, but it's for the best for Blake. It's best for our franchise long term is to be, you know, intelligent as far as, you know, games off or definitely practices off, shoot-arounds off, uh, and make sure he's fresh uh, in in the important time of the year. And, again, Blake gave every ounce of energy and – uh, even played hurt, probably you shouldn't have during the playoffs, but he gave it to us. So never, you know, uh, never will question his body, his will, his toughness. Uh, but again, as a coaching staff, as an organization, we have to help him uh, to to stay fresh and not you know, going to the ground the way he
0: did last year. Can he do what he did last year again this year? Do you anticipate him doing that?
1: Well, hopefully, Matt, by being smart and being creative, we don't have to do uh, go through him as much. You know, bringing a guy in like Derrick Rose, uh, you know, if, if Joe Johnson and guys like that to uh, maybe take some of that pressure off of him where he had to do it for us to get because he was probably one of our best ball handlers, one of our best pick-and-roll guys, which was a new – found toy for us last year one reason why his usage rate went up because in early years Blake would just be a you know low post player iso guy at the elbow but once he found he's developed he's transformed his game into a pick and roll game also so all at once he's isoing he's posting up he's pick and rolling he's bringing the ball down the floor so that's one reason why his usage usage rate rate went up so high and it became so valuable to us. You're, a, you're an old school guy. Listen to you talking analytics with usage rate, Dwayne. What's happened to you, man? Well, again, it, you got to keep with the times or you, you become extinct. And believe me, I, I, my family, need, we can't, I can't become extinct. But, again, it's a new day. And I started uh, really paying a lot of attention to analytics, you know, four or five years ago and uh, became a believer in it. I don't go solely on it, but uh, a lot of things we do are is by analytics And, uh, again, to stay up with it because, again, if you look at Golden State, you know, a few years ago, they were number one three-point shooting team in the league, one of the first teams that really strictly went by analytics. Uh, Now they're the middle of the pack. So you would never think that about Golden State. But, uh, you know, we're – we really transformed uh, and started hitting stride February 1st. If you look at our offensive numbers after February 1st, it started to kick in, and uh, that's where hopefully we can pick up and uh, integrate the young guy, the new faces in, and, and take off where we uh, ended up last year.
0: I'm going to ask you a weird question, but it, you know, fans talk about this guy all the time. Dwayne is Andre Drummond a star in this league?
1: Yes, he is. One is because he is an elite rebounder. Anytime you're an elite at anything in this league, he's the number one rebounder in the NBA. And if you're the number one three-point shooter, if you're the number one assist guy, that is something. That counts for something. Again, you know, he's... We have to find ways to utilize him on the offensive end where he's not clogging the paint, where he can live with Blake. I thought those two guys did a good job last year of a tandem-type pick-and-roll game, 4-5, or which was very unusual. We were unique from that standpoint. Uh, But again, Andre, people forget how young he is. And again, he's been here in Detroit his entire career. I think people say, "Well, it seems like he's been here forever." He's only been here. He's only what 26 years old. So he is going, getting ready to step into his prime of his career. So uh, yes, he can. He's how many time All Star? Tw- two-time All Star in the NBA. Uh, but again, I think sometimes familiar, uh, being familiar with the player, you see all, you see the his warts more so than the the greatness of his game, the rebounding. Uh, of his game and some of the things he does
0: for us uh, in the paint How many conversations do you have with him about social media he, he's so polarizing because there are fans here that absolutely love him and he like you said the numbers were there and then occasionally gets booed and, you know, and he's had those moments. How, how much do you talk to him man to man and I think you've had a great influence on him have you not?
1: Well Matt we, we, we stay in touch a lot we talk a lot and told him don't listen to the noise keep going uh, it's like the old wagon trains in the old days. The dogs bark, but the caravan's got to keep going, got to keep moving. And um, he's done a good job with that and not, you know, going with the social, looking at the social media because, again, he, he's, like you said, you either love Andre you don't. I happen to love him, what he brings to our team. Again, anytime you're an elite rebounder, then that's what we need. You know, that that counts for something. And I I could see just his decisions. And I take some of the brunt for the three-point shooting last year because we wanted to become a three-point shooting team. And then again, he was smart enough and, you know, we were creative enough to try to get him away from that. Uh, And we're doing some other things with him offensively where we can utilize his skill, his speed, his athleticism, his ball handling. He's one of the fastest guys in the NBA as far as running the floor, big guys.
0: So uh, we want to utilize that. So he's very important to our team. I asked Ed Stefanski this. I'm interested in your answer. Who over the summer maybe had a a sneaky good summer that the uh, the fans will see come opening night has made major improvement?
1: Well, I would say – the game has slowed down for Bruce Brown. I would say he's won. I think Luke Kennard shooting. He's going to be more comfortable again. Another young guy taking those strides. Um, you know who else? I think Reggie Jackson is in a great place. This time last year, he couldn't even work or do anything in the gym. So uh, you know, from from uh, those uh, from keeping the numbers down, those three guys I think are the guys that I think I'm looking to to have a big big uh, season this year. Ed said um,
0: Luke Kennard, so that's two votes for him.
1: Okay, well, you know, again, I would say not from because Luke was limited to what he could do working this summer, but just the natural uh, progression of a three-year player. He's one of the most talented guys we have, and um, so I look for him to take that next step in his game. I think once Luke is completely healthy and can really concentrate in the summertime of really uh, being in the summer program,
0: uh, is going. he's going to take big strides for us. You mentioned this guy's name twice uh, without prodding. Iso Joe is here, Joe Johnson, unbelievable at 38. I didn't realize that you guys were scouting the, the big three league with, with my guy Rick Mahorn, but hey. Can can he help you? Yes,
1: Joe can. You, one thing about Joe, he hasn't forgot how to shoot the ball. Uh, just his presence, his understanding how to play, how to pass. He's a very underrated passer. Uh, and, again, we're not looking for Joe, the 40-minute Joe Johnson. We're looking for the 15, maybe 20-minute max Joe Johnson. And, again, the veteran presence. We had Jose and Zaza here last year as a veteran president. I always try to uh, – I like to have veteran guys. I know one year I had Louis Scola in Toronto and Jamal McGlore. I've always tried to have veteran guys around. So I think Joe, for us, uh, gives us that presence. And then, again, he still can get out on the floor and get it done. Great to see you, Dwayne. Thanks so much. Thank you, Matt.
0: Such a gentleman. Love talking to Dwayne Casey, the Pistons head coach, who did a heck of a job last year getting his team into the playoffs as uh, he's in year two now. A lot of these guys uh, really just absolutely laud. And you heard Markeef Morris on, on Wired earlier in the week talk to me about it. You know, he did his homework on Dwayne Casey, talked to Dwayne Casey himself, and, and, and fell in love with, with the guy and, and wanted to play for him. Um, you will not find a more respected guy around the league than the Pistons' head coach. And the one thing I really liked last year about Dwayne Casey, and yes, there were some ups and there were certainly some downs, but you know, the Pistons for a while hadn't had a guy that, to me, end of games as a head coach, and this is no knock on Stan Van Gundy or anybody else, but boy, oh boy, did Dwayne Casey diagram and design some out-of-bounds plays late in games to get his best player's good looks. Cross-court passes, down screens, back screens. There were there were certain design plays that Dwayne Casey had for end-of-game situations that were fantastic. And he handled the locker room very well. There's always going to be issues throughout an 82-game grind. You got some veterans, the Blake Griffin injury. You know, I'm not saying controversy always seems to surround Andre Drummond, but Andre's very, very polarizing. And, and I thought he handled that. Dwayne did very well. And I asked him, you know, then and there about social media and, and the players today. And I think Dwayne's got a very, very good handle on this roster. I think it's it's an absolute steal that the Pistons got him to be their head coach. And with this roster, it still might be fluctuating a little bit and, and, and has now a lot of different looks. When you talk about veterans coming off the bench, some of the younger guys competing for spots, there's nobody I'd rather be captaining this ship right now than Coach Casey. Um, that is for sure. Again, Wired Pistons podcast brought to you by Jeep. Matt Derry with you. Let's hear from Svi Mikhailuk, second year man out of Kansas and the Ukraine. Six eight can really shoot it. Will he get an opportunity this year? Let's find out. I right, here with uh, Pistons second year man Svi Mikhailuk. Uh, how was your summer, and 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 what are your thoughts as you enter enter into year two and f- really first year, first full year with the Pistons? Uh,
2: sounds pretty good. Playing summer league just get to know guys, uh, spend some time home and just, you know, working all summer and then get ready for next season.
0: You're a bit of a wild card. You know, you're a young guy that can shoot it, and obviously this team's always looking for shooters. Where, how do you view your your place here with this organization right now?
2: Uh, you know, nothing is given, and we'll see how the training camp goes, but uh, I hope to bring the energy, bring uh, uh, my knowledge, my IQ of the game, and uh, definitely shooting to help my, my team win in uh, every game.
0: What specifically did you work on this summer? I know there was some talk. You could even play some one. Um, what did you kind of, you know, glom from, from Coach Casey last year to know to come into training camp with as part of your arsenal now?
2: Uh, literally everything. Just trying to get better overall and uh, trying to expand my game as well. But uh, working on the main things I need to do is shoot the ball, play defense, and, uh, you know, just move without the ball because in this team uh, you got to know how to do it the things uh, without the ball because it's a lot of great players on the team. So, you know, you you need to know how to play without the ball and uh, make the uh, difference on the court.
0: What was last year like for you? you? You're a Laker. You're... There's there's that uh, famous shot of you on the bench with next sitting next to LeBron and all that stuff that was all over social media. Then you get sent here uh, and you also work through some injuries. What was what was your rookie year like?
2: I feel like it was great. You know, just experienced everything. Uh, start with the Lakers, great organization, great place to be, and then uh, coming to Detroit, great organization as well. And uh, I think it's, uh, I learned a lot and uh, it gave me, I would say, more more confident just to to go through the stuff I went through my first year, uh, not a lot of guys did that. Uh, and uh, I think it will be a great move forward.
0: Zvi Makai Luka with me, second-year man here for the Pistons, yeah, L.A. to Detroit was probably a little culture shock, huh?
2: Uh, not really. I mean, I went to Kansas, so it's probably, and I'm from Ukraine, so it was not, not like that.
0: Tell me about this team and uh, how good this club can be. What have you you know what do you anticipate i guess the obviously the goal is always to win and win it all but what are, what are the realistic expectations for this team
2: uh, i feel like we have a great team uh, definitely uh, better than last year we had, we had some uh, really good guys and uh, i feel like we have a chance to be really good this year and uh, uh go far in the playoffs
0: uh, trying to fit into this and, and get into this rotation probably it won't be an easy thing with all the guys that, that, that they have but How important is going to be preseason for you? Because I'm sure you're going to play a lot.
2: Uh, Really important. Just got to show that I can play, uh, show that I can be uh, important for a team, important on the floor that can bring value uh, and do what I do, shoot the ball and play defense and uh, do whatever coaches want me to do to uh, get my team to win.
0: You hit some big shots in the NCAA tournament two years ago. You played in, in, in some of the toughest venues on the road where everybody hates Kansas and they're after you. But how different was the college game from the pro game uh, from your first year last year? I would say it's different
2: because it's just a new level and uh, atmosphere, kind of different. Uh, it's, I would say it's sometimes pretty wild, but more of the time it's like pretty chill. People just come to a game just to watch the game, and uh, I would say college it's just crazy. A lot of students coming in just to cheer for a team. So I'd say it's just kind of different vibe a little bit, but. Uh, it's just different game when it comes to NBA because everybody's just better than everybody was in college, and uh, it's just different
0: expectations. Svi, best of luck, man. appreciate the time. Appreciate it. Thank you. One of the newest Pistons right there, Svi Mikhailuk out of uh, the Ukraine and Kansas, a second-round pick of the Lakers last year traded to the Pistons for Reggie Bullock. He's on a team-friendly contract for sure with two more years left on it. And he can really shoot it. Over 42% his senior year from three. Over 41% from three his junior year at KU. Played in some very, very big games in the NCAA tournament. And remember this. When he was 16, before he even went to college, he played professionally uh, overseas. So this is a guy that has a lot of experience for a young kid at 22. But uh, I think he can be a a nice, solid contributor off the bench for the Pistons. And and, and a dead-eye shooter that can play on the wing. Uh, they worked with him this summer to, to allow him maybe to handle the basketball a little bit more and play the one. Versatility is something you have to have in this league now, which really is positionless. And we'll talk to Bruce Brown next week about that. You know, the Pistons feel like Bruce Brown could play the one, two, or the three. I think they feel Svee can play the one, two, or the three. Uh, one, two, or three. So they've got a lot of guys with that versatility. But the key is the outside shot. The three point shot is just so vital and so important now in today's NBA. And that's somewhere where Svee Mikhailu can make himself some big money in this league. If it's 6'8", he can stand out there and uh, pump some in from three each and every night. All right, training camp continues again Monday night down at Little Caesars Arena. The Orlando Magic will be here for preseason game number one. Yeah, this is incredible. And then Dallas on Wednesday at the LCA. Cleveland on Friday at the LCA. Three games coming up next week. We'll have another edition of Wired for you next week. Brought to you by Jeep. My name is Matt Derry. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Dwayne Casey and also Svee for joining me. And we'll talk again next week.